What does it mean to be a man? We're going to dig into that in just a minute right here on the Manlyhood Mancast. In a culture that scoffs at honor, you can rise up to lead and to shine. It's time to be the best man that you can be. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Hey guys, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. And listen, we're going to talk about what it means to be a man. Listen, there are traits that are associated with masculinity, and they've been associated with masculinity since the beginning of time. And I understand that we are in a culture right now where there are questions about gender and questions about whether masculine and feminine are on a spectrum and all of this stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't care. I don't believe a lot of the nonsense that you're being fed. And I don't say that because I think that we need to treat people poorly because they see the world differently. I say that because I do firmly believe that men and women are very different. And I do believe that in manhood and in masculinity itself, there are characteristics that are important to it. I also wanna make a very clear delineation between a male and a man. When you see a crime report about a man that has raped a woman, that's not a man, that's a male. And I wanna make a very clear delineation because I do not believe that masculinity should be associated with these things. I think we need to say that this is childish behavior. This is animal behavior. This is not manly behavior. So let's talk for just a second here about the traits of masculinity. The first one is strength. Now, this is a physical trait that is very common. And generally speaking, males are typically stronger than females. Biologically, this is typically the case. I do think that there is also an internal strength that we can't disregard. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, when I watch my wife, when she gave birth to our children, yes, she's a strong woman. That is strength that I don't have. It's a different kind of strength. And so I do not mean to discount uh, the, the other side, the feminine strength, if you will. But there is a certain strength that comes with masculinity. There is a physical strength to it, and there is an emotional strength to it that is a different breed of strength. And it's something that we have to know and understand and recognize and take the time to say it's a good thing. It's okay that it's different for men than it is for women. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger says this. This is a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger. He says, strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through your hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. And that's the kind of strength I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about being able to lift more or to run faster or to do more. I'm talking about being able to overcome, to be able to be resilient, to be able to say, I'm not going to quit. That is a strength that we need to nurture in boys and males as they become men. And I think that that's something very important to masculinity, and we need to not overlook it. Another trait of masculinity is courage. 
uh, Horace, the philosopher Horace said this, it is courage, courage, courage that raises the blood of life to crimson splendor, live bravely and present a brave front to adversity. Courage, yes, again, is not about not being afraid. It's about saying, I'm afraid and I'll do it anyway. And courage is something that is a masculine trait that we have often recognized and understood and valued. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to struggle with everything that that entails. But courage is when we say, I'm going to do the right thing regardless. I'm going to prevail. I'm going to step forward. I'm going to win. And that is something, again, that we need to recognize. Yes, again, I know that it's not uniquely masculine. I know that women do these things too. But it is a trait that should be present in masculinity. Another trait that we should associate with masculinity is independence. Axel Monthe says, a man can stand a lot as long as he can stand himself. This is something that I remember even as a young boy, understanding and wanting to know. I wanted to know what it meant to be able to handle my problems on my own. Now, we have to temper this with the fact that we're not meant to live life completely alone and we're meant to live life with others around us. And we're not meant to have to deal with all of our problems by ourselves. I get that. But there is a point at which we have to relate and understand this is your responsibility and you have to be independent and you have to want to do it without having someone do it for you. This is a masculine trait and it's a good thing to embrace. Another thing is leadership. Now, again, our culture has this picture of leadership and they've painted it as power. And there are correlations, but they're not the same thing. Correlation between power and leadership sometimes happens, but leadership is service. It's not lordship. Leadership is when we say we're going to influence those around us. Leadership is when we say we're going to serve and guide those around us. It is not about position and it is not about power. Power, I do believe, comes along with it sometimes. But leadership is something that is innate and born in men. And when we see things not working the way that it should, it irritates us, it bothers us, it doesn't sit right with us. We want to see things led properly. And so we naturally step up into that role. And again, I am not saying women can't lead. Women can lead and men can lead. And we can lead simultaneously and we can lead together and we can follow. That is not, I'm not talking about supremacy in any way whatsoever. But what I am saying is that as a man, you should lead. You should want to lead. You should recognize that you have a responsibility to look for the young boys in your life and say, let me shepherd you. Let me guide you. You should be looking for the families in your community and you should be saying, I want to make sure that these kids are on the right path and I'm going to help and I'm going to step in and I'm going to do that. You should be looking at the young men in your life and saying, I'm going to set an example for you. That is the heart of masculinity is leadership. Another trait of masculinity is assertiveness. And now I'm not talking about um, being a butthole. <laughs> Sometimes they go together, but that assertiveness, it's, it works best when it's not tied with arrogance. Okay, it's, it's all right to demand justice and to demand truth. 
It's okay. In fact, it's good to want those things. It's okay to stand for what is right and to be assertive about that. It's okay to ask for that raise or that promotion. It's okay to expect your family to obey your rules and your household rules. It's okay. This has to be balanced, though, with humility and integrity because you can't ask them to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. You can't ask them to do something if you're being a jerk. They're not going to hear it. It's going to cancel it out. So if you want to be assertive, you have to be a person worthy of asserting. Another trait, guys, that is associated with masculinity that we have to recognize and, and really embrace is vision. And I'm not talking about the uh, Marvel superhero here. I'm talking about the ability to see ahead, the ability to envision a future, to to imagine what that future looks like and to start moving in that direction. Jonathan Swift said, vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. And John Maxwell, uh, the great leadership guru, says, a great leader's courage to fulfill his vision comes from passion, not position. I will tell you guys that that concept and that that value, that virtue of vision is really what will guide you in your life. If you have no vision, where are you going? Where are you going? I know so many men who in the back of their minds, maybe once they had a dream and they had a vision and they knew what they wanted to do, what they, who they wanted to be, how they wanted to accomplish it. They knew some of that. And for whatever reason, the critics the nags chipped away at it and then they put it on the back seat and they said, I can't do that. And they put it away and they let that vision die. Men don't do that. It's good to have a vision and it's also good to every now and then dust the vision off and recalibrate it for where you're at now. So you can look ahead to the future and start heading there. We mentioned this a little bit earlier and I'm going to hit on it again. This is another trait of masculinity that I think is important. And again, I'm separating the concept between maleness and masculinity, okay? Uh, maleness is, <laughs> is your gender. Masculinity is your choice. I think that they should go together, but I think a lot of people live in maleness with um, a lack of virtue, you add virtue to your maleness, that's really what makes masculinity. So that virtue here, that trait of true masculinity is integrity. The word integer is the root word that we get integrity from. And that word integer is a math term. And it means whole, like a whole number is an integer. If you are a fractured person and you're not whole, there's two sides of you. There's the side you show everybody else. And there's the secret side that you lie about and that you keep hidden or the side that's broken and the side that doesn't work. That's not integrity. Now, integrity doesn't mean perfection. I get that. None of us are going to ever going to be perfect. If you look at my life, you're going to see that I'm a mess and I have mistakes and I have flaws and I am horribly riddled with them. And sometimes those flaws hold me back, but integrity says, this is who I am. I'm going to be real with what I have. I'm going to strive to be more whole and I'm going to strive to be complete, and I'm going to strive to fix those broken things. I'm going to strive to do the right thing and be honest about where I'm at while I work through that. 
That's integrity. Guys, this is the other trait. This is the other trait that you will see that I think really is important to masculinity, and that is brotherhood. You are not meant to do this alone. We have a Hollywood picture of masculinity, of Clint Eastwood, of uh, the Marlboro Man, of, of John Wayne, John Wick. These heroes who go it alone. They walk alone on their journey. And I know we talked about being independent and that matters. It does matter. That's what drives you is that sense of independence. But they go it alone. And when you do that, you're lacking something that really matters. And it matters greatly. It matters greatly to the cause of masculinity. And that is brotherhood. Men are their best. They are at their best when they're together. A better man has brothers in his life. It's the honest to goodness truth. And I'm not talking about blood brothers that came out of your mom or that were adopted into your family. I'm talking about those brothers that you choose that have your back, that care about you, that look out for you, that hold you accountable to make sure that you're sticking with your integrity, that make sure that you're living your vision that share some parts of your vision with you, that's where you're going to find your brotherhood. So what you do is you really refine your vision. You figure out where you're going and what it is you want to do. And then you start looking around and you see who's going this direction with me. That's where your brotherhood comes from. The people who are going in the direction that you are. And then you invite them to join you. And it's really not as complicated as you might think. I can't tell you how often I hear from people, man, I just... I don't have any friends. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make friends. Well, first of all, you have to get rid of this idea that your friends have to be your own age. Okay. Um, that is a Western problem. We live in a culture where from the time that we go into kindergarten, we start kindergarten, sometimes actually earlier. Now we go to preschool, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and we're lumped in with a group of kids that are the exact same age that we are. And we maybe associate with kids that are two or three or four years older or younger than us. And that's it. And then we grow up and we want friends, our own age. There's nothing wrong with having friends that are your own age. But what happens is, men, we get into life and we expect that the people that we're going to be closest to are those same group of people, that same people that are like us, that are the same age as us, that are the same whatever as us. Don't look just there for your brotherhood. You may have some of that. They may, may be a little bit of that, but that is not how you're going to find it. So if you want to make friends... Expand your search a little bit. Now, I mean, don't be the creepy old guy that's looking for, you know, high school kids. I mean, let's let's be smart here, okay? But um, find an old guy. I guarantee you that there are old guys whose kids have left that are lonely, that just need a friend to pour into. I know that that's the case. I know a lot of them. They just need somebody that that they can go fishing with or sit and have coffee with and just have a friend. They need that too. Find an old guy. If you're middle-aged, find a young kid out of high school and maybe, you know, help him out with college a little bit. Take him out to lunch once in a while. I'm going to tell you what, you're going to make a difference in his life. He needs that mentorship. And the friendships that kind of grow out of those relationships, they matter a lot. 
Don't just limit yourself to one age group. The other thing about making friends is go where the kind of men that you want to have in your life are. You know, if you want to hang out with the kind of men that are uh, addicts and you go to where the addicts are, that's what you're going to find. You know, you're not going to find good men that challenge you to be better men, you know, getting wasted on Friday night. They're not going to challenge you to be better men. So find. So what you need to do is you need to find good men and then you need to find what they're doing and then do things with them. Spend time together. Go throw axes or go fishing or go. Go throw axes or go fishing together. Find some service project to do together. When you do something together, you will grow in your brotherhood. Guys, these are some of the traits, obviously, of manhood. And I want to encourage you that I really do believe that when you take the time to invest in these parts of yourself, it will make you a better man. Again, we share many of these traits with women. It doesn't mean that uh, these are exclusive to men, but I do think that if we nurture these in us, we will be a better man. This is what it means to be a man is to do these things. I love you guys. I care about you. And I'll catch you later. Hey, man. I see you. I see your fire going out. I see your marriage barely holding on. I know you're broke, wore out, and at the end of your rope. I've been there. It sucks. Sucks the spark right out of you. Till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never going to burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindset. Get reignited today. Thanks for listening to the Manlyhood Mancast. Please help us out with a like, comment, share, and subscribe. Check us out at manlyhood.com.